0: Welcome to the Worldwide Golf Shop's Insider Podcast. Episode 349. Hello everyone, Tom Brissell here. Thanks so much for joining us. So glad that you're with us today. It doesn't matter if this is your first time you've listened to us or you've long time subscriber or maybe you catch them from time to time. It doesn't matter. We're just glad that you joined us today. Our special guest today joins us from out in Carlsbad, California with TaylorMade Golf, the Senior Director of Product Creation, and he's also a regular on the show this time every year, Tomo Beistat. Tomo, hey, thanks so much, man. It's great to have you. Thanks for uh, having me on the show. It's uh, great to to chat to you again. Always know there's something special coming out of TaylorMade this time of year. This is really, really something that's... From what I've seen, it' like twenty years in the making. It's carbon wood stealth. Why don't you take us through, Tomo? What's all behind this? Because this is really, really some good stuff.
1: Yeah, I no, it's this is one of those uh, you know rare times that uh, you know they only come around um, every five or ten or even longer you know uh, time. And, and you know we we've been working on this product for such a long time, and, and I've been in tailoring for fifteen years, and this was a thing that was worked on before I even started. So uh 20 years in the making it's uh it's an incredible it's an incredible thing and i think you know when we um when we embarked on on this technology of the carbon face um you know there was there was part of us who were on the team um towards the later times where they we thought maybe it would never see the light of day honestly it was it was that much uh, of a stretch to get there but as we started seeing the performance of this of this product and uh, what what we thought the potential of this technology could be because this is obviously year one of carbon face and and you know, th- this will go places, but it, it was such a cool thing to, you know, to finally make it a reality uh, and launch the first, you know, carbon wood to, to the market. And, and I think it's a it's a sea change in golf. It's a sea change for a lot of people who uh, work in the equipment industry. So it's a really exciting time. You know, me especially being on the on the metalwood side, um, you know, really a crazy, a crazy time for sure.
0: Well, tell us about the technology behind this because yours, are, I mean, I'm talking 20, 25 years ago, everybody was saying, oh, you can't make drivers any longer because the head can only be 460cc, the COR can only be this, and you guys continue to find ways to innovate and, and, and push the edge of the envelope a little bit. Talk about what carbon brings to this.
1: Yeah, so um, you're absolutely right. You know, people were saying that 20 years ago that, hey, now that we're 460 and there's a COR limit, uh, drivers will never get any longer than this, you know, and that was kind of the thing. And obviously as, as we've all seen, um, we've been able to move, you know, the goalposts, um, out a little bit every year and kind of like extend that performance and evolve the technology. And certainly this has been the titanium era, the, from 2000 to now it's been titanium clubs, right? Titanium faces. Um, and I think, you know, for us, the way that we look at it is, obviously, we want to continue to evolve and innovate and make products better. But we started seeing um, sort of a ceiling to where Ty could go in the face. We knew that, obviously, Ty had done a lot more than people thought 20 years ago that it could even do. When you look at SIM 2, that club is such a uh, an incredible achievement from a performance standpoint compared to what was available 20 years ago. Even though we were really playing with the same rules, it was the same same 460 and the same CR limits. But obviously, innovation in many other places of the club were happening, and, and we were able to move this, the you know the performance forward. Now, with carbon, what's so exciting about this is that we're changing really kind of the the recipe of the most important part of the, most important part of the club, which is the face. Um, and, you know, people ask me, you know, like, why why carbon and why now? Well, carbon is not a new material. We've been using it in other places cl- in the club for years and years uh, to make things lighter, right? And that's been kind of the main thing. Keep the strength, but make it lighter. And that's kind of been the benefit of using carbon. And that's how, you know, other brands are using carbon that way as well. Now, the big breakthrough with stealth has been using it on the face. Now, you do get, obviously, the the traditional weight savings, but... The biggest part is it changes the really the nature of the collision with the golf ball and, and sort of the amount of inertia that you can transfer from the head into the ball. So there's a momentum transfer that's happening at impact that gets positively influenced by having a lighter face. And that's really what we're taking advantage of when we're going to carbon is, is, is you're going to see um, a different type of collision and golfers are going to see more ball speed as a result. And that's really ultimately what we care about. You know, the, obviously the club has to be conforming. And all those things and durable, but really, if we can see more performance from a ball speed standpoint, that's going to be huge for the player.
0: What are the one or two things that you hear that stand out that say, "Boy, this really feels different"? Because you know, this this is the piece of it that feels different. Talk talk about that.
1: Yeah, I think you know, there's there's a lot of perception out there about carbon. I mean, carbon, like I said, isn't new, and even carbon-headed clubs existed back in like the '90s. Um, and I think people have a, a perception of carbon um, a certain way. And I think for us, it was, you know, we didn't design this with any kind of preconceived notions in mind. But I think a lot of people would expect it to to maybe not, not feel very solid or not feeling very metallic that we've got used to this kind of like nice crunch, metallic crunch and impact that, that people like. And maybe this would feel too muted or too dull or not have enough sound or uh, or there would be durability issues over time. And those are the things that we had to overcome designing this product. Um, and, it, it, you know, if you have either hit this product or heard somebody else hit it or you listen to, to the sound, it sounds incredible. And I think a lot of people are, are reacting to that. And that's honestly the first thing. When we first showed this driver, I still remember the first time this kind of left, you know, the campus, so to speak, it was when Sergio was visiting us uh, right around when the U.S. Open was at, at uh, Torrey Pines. And I still remember his first reaction was, wow, this thing sounds incredible. I mean, even before he looked at the launch monitor or anything like that, he was like, wow, this sounds really incredible. And that's kind of been the reaction from a lot of people because they don't know what to expect with that. And I think when when golfers go going to golf shops now and they want to try this product, they're going to be, I think, really blown away with how good it sounds. And then they're going to look at the launch monitor and the flight, and then they, that's going to be the second wow. It's like, wow, I haven't seen numbers like that for a long time. And, uh, and that's really something that um, that I think is, is the is really what why this club is a game changer at, at the end of the day
0: tomo a few years back I don't know five six years ago you you folks introduced twist face technology uh, that's not going away it's actually getting better isn't it
1: yeah so uh, exactly twist face um, you know what's great about twist face is we, we introduced it as a way to essentially when you when you miss hit it um, your tendency is going to be to hit a high high toe and low heel and for those shots to to have better results, essentially end up in the fairway more often. Now with, with the carbon technology, the way that we've been in, able to incorporate it is, is even better. It's the same essential idea and the geometry, uh, design is the same, but the, because of carbon, how it's made, it's so much more consistent than a typical cast or forged metal face. Uh, we can get that geometry dialed in perfectly every single time. And that's really, again, going to benefit golfers in terms of that quality and that precision of that face is just uh, on a level that we haven't seen before with a metal face.
0: Well, you mentioned Sergio. Let me go ahead and ask the question. Tell us about what the other staff members are saying. What What are you hearing the feedback you got from your tour staff, which is arguably the best out there?
1: Yeah, um, it, yeah I, I definitely have – nothing but great things to say about what, you know, what I've seen and what I've heard from, from our top guys, the, you know, every year there's obviously a battle to like, make sure our, our players love their new drivers and that they work for them and that they go in the bag. Uh, this year. um I mean, honestly, it's been the easiest year ever to get guys to switch into your driver uh, on many levels. And I, and you know, and it's funny because each player had a different sort of, uh, moment in time when they first saw the club or first tested the club, but it was you know I remember you know Dustin Johnson obviously um, incredible player, incredible ball striker with the driver, and he's you know maybe one of those guys that you know his his strength is driving, and you want to make sure that the driver fits him like a glove, and so when he came over. You know, he's he's been struggling a little bit. He's struggling last year a little bit with Sim 2, just getting it to perform the same as his Sim 1, which is kind of how he liked it. You know, and Sim 2 was uh, was a bit of a departure. It was a more stable head, and it, it didn't curve the ball quite as much as his old driver. And he never got super comfortable with the Sim 2. And I remember when he came here, and when he tested it uh, right after the Tour Championship last year, um, I mean, within, I would say, 10, 15 swings, he was like, can I take these and play it at the Ryder cup? I mean, he literally would have played it like right leaving our building that day. And that's how good this thing was. And, and I think it's, you know, the, when, when you ask about, you know, what do the players think about it? It's, it's so funny. Cause obviously we, we knew that they were going to be impressed with the ball speed. The ball speed was going to be good. And, and they were going to be happy about that. Cause even the best players in the world who hit it as far as they do like to see an extra couple of miles an hour, if they can. I mean, that's always a positive thing for them, but I think, what really kind of sort of you know got him over the over the cliff so to speak was really just all the other little things that that this club does so sound and feel I mentioned that already that that's been really highly regarded so far uh but also how it performs in terms of you know when you want to shape shots uh how it performs in miss hits and those kinds of things I mean that's what really where this thing shines as well and I think you know a couple of the guys mentioned I remember Tommy Fleet when he was here he was He caught a, you know, he's an incredible ball striker. And when he misses it on the heel, when I say he missed it on the heel, but it's like, you know, uh, an eighth of an inch to the heel, but that's for him, you know, he'll miss, uh, he commented on, wow, the ball speed didn't drop off at all. Like he, he felt like that was as good as his center shots. And that's something that the players, again, when they, do more testing with it beyond those first 10 or 20 shots. And they, and they take it home and they play it on course. It's those little things that then make a big difference, right? They, they, their miss is better. You know, when they, Oh, you know, with this driver, that driver, you know, my miss wasn't the best, or I didn't know where it was going to go, that kind of thing. And this driver has really just worked so well for these guys, which is again, why it's been so easy to switch them. Colin obviously played in Hawaii with it and switched immediately. Um, uh, he came off a long break, but you saw as, as you know, when he got to round four, he was firing on all cylinders. And I think he had statistically the best driving week of his entire career. Uh, if you look at the strokes game driving that week, so that says, it says a lot, you know, a guy after a long break comes out and has the best driving because his whole career, um, that speaks volumes for the, for the driver. So yeah, the tour, tour feedback couldn't have been better. Uh, obviously we saw tiger, kind of debuted the club for us right at the, at the, uh, PNC. And and that was, you know, a little surprising to everybody because we didn't really know what was going to happen and we didn't know he was going to play, but he, um, we had sent him a driver just prior to that. And he, again, fell in love with it and, uh, and asked us to put it on the conforming list that week so that he could play it Cause it wasn't planned to be on the conforming list until January. So it was really one of those things where, you know, all the stars aligned and, and as we all saw tiger drove it brilliantly that week, Especially considering you know what he's been through uh, physically this year, so
0: yeah. Tomo Bysted joining us, made Golf. Tomo, my bad. We tend to focus on the driver all the time, but this is a whole this is a whole family. Uh, take us just briefly before I let you go through how this technology fits in with fairways, hybrids, and the irons.
1: Yeah, so I mean, you know, the way that we look at at, at our product lineup, and, and obviously there's a whole line of Stealth products, but you know, each club is, is designed with its own goals and objectives and technologies in mind to optimize what that club is supposed to do. So it's not a, you know, kind of copy and paste. Hey, this is what we're doing on the driver. Let's just do that on everything. Right. So you're not going to see, for example, carbon spaces on the fairways and the rescues because the technology doesn't work the same way in those kinds of clubs. So on the fairway woods, for example, we have uh, a brand new carbon crown technology, which actually wraps around the toe and it's, we call it a 3d carbon crown because Essentially, we're replacing a lot of material at the top of the club with carbon uh, to make the club a lot more forgiving. And and that's something that, again, we we all know, especially hitting off the deck. Three woods off the deck is one of the hardest shots in golf for a lot of amateur golfers. And if we can make the club more playable, more easy to hit, while still obviously making it you know, super long and and good, And, and the other ways that we've been known to make good clubs, we can add that level of forgiveness. That's a win for us. So that new carbon crown does that in the fairway woods. Uh, on the rescues also, we've done kind of the same kind of a, a thing. We've actually added a carbon crown where we didn't have one on, on the Sim 2 Max. The new Stealth Rescue has the carbon crown uh, to really elevate the forgiveness of that club. And and we continue to refine these other technologies that are in the fairways and rescues like V-Steel. And V-Steel came in a couple of years ago, and it's been massively um, liked by both tour players and amateurs alike, and it's worked really well. And just enhancing that turf interaction with those clubs, it's so important um, and then finally, I would say on the iron side that, that, this has been a really breakthrough here for, for the iron team. Obviously I'm not, um, on the iron team, but you know, obviously having worked closely with, with Matt Bovey and that entire team on the irons, you know, one of the things that we wanted to get back to was kind of a really simple lineup and, and you, you know, how it is at retail, sometimes there's too many models, right? Like you go in and, and especially as an, as an average golfer going in, trying to find a game improvement iron set, it's tough. It's tough to know well, what should I buy? Well, you know, which model fits me best? So our approach this year really was let's make one model that kind of works for a variety of players for a variety of swings, and especially in, in, in the hands of a custom fitter where you can get the right shafts and things like that. Uh, it's really going to work well. So the whole idea behind that club is make it super forgiving in the head, very low CG. Uh, we have this cap back construction, which really lowers the CG. It's now kind of wraps onto the toe. Um, again, that is the element that makes it easy to get in the air, easy to launch. But then we've really kind of embodied that in a very sleek and clean monochromatic design to, to, to tap into the, sort of that aspirational part of the golfers, um, you know, kind of the, the ego that we all have about our golf games, right? We we want to look good out there. We don't want to look, uh, like we need training wheels in our clubs. These clubs look super sleek and super elegant. But then, again, offer that, that level of help that, that, again, that most golfers need. So I would say through the bag, the stealth lineup is really good. And, I, and, again, for golfers, if you're in the market for any equipment this year, it's at least worthy of a test. I think, you know, we're, we're incredibly proud of what we came out with this year. And Like I said, especially on the driver with a culmination of 20 years of research, um, it's finally here. So it's a, it's a big moment for
0: us for sure. Hey, Tomo, final question before I let you go. You said two words there, and custom fitter. Talk about mm-hmm. the importance of – Investing the time with a fitter and getting exactly what you need versus just saying, Oh, give me this, 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 and this because that's what I play. Talk about that.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you you really can't overstate the importance of custom fitting because, you know, a a poorly fit club is the same as buying a bad golf club, right? Like, it's just not going to do anything for your game and and potentially could be detrimental for your game. If, you know, if your shafts, don't work or your lie angles are off on your irons, or especially on a driver, if you had the wrong loft, it doesn't matter how good a technology is. You're never going to optimize your launch to maximize the distance that you have in your golf swing. So again, it's incredibly important. And I think a lot of people also forget the fact that if you got fit five years ago, your swing probably has changed. Um, you as a player have gotten older, depending obviously how old you were to start with, but you may have gotten stronger. You may have gotten weaker. You may not hit it as far. You may hit it longer, or you might have different shot tendencies. And all those things will play into the fit. So I would highly recommend people, whenever you buy any new golf equipment, don't assume that your old fit, even if it was a good fit when you bought those clubs, are still the right fit for you now. And obviously, technology has also moved forward with shafts and things like that, too, where there's maybe some new models that work better than the old one that you had. So uh, – and then the other thing, too, with, like, lofts on clubs as well, like with, with the driver – just because you had a 10.5 last time doesn't mean the 10.5 works in on this new model because it might launch and spin a little bit differently, and you might need more or less loft. So it's all these things I think that the fitter can really help a player with. And, again, getting, getting fit correctly is, is a huge part of, of the overall recipe of performance
0: for the player. Hey, Tom, well, thanks so much, man. It's always great catching up with you. It's just a wealth of information, and it's a great time. How about some final words for our listeners out there in uh, podcast listening land?
1: Yeah, I, well, first of all, thanks for having me on, the, uh, on your show. I, I love talking to you guys, and, and, it's, and it's really uh, – I would just say, hey, go out and enjoy yourselves. Um, again, if you're in the market for tailwind clubs, I would highly recommend testing it. Don't just take my word for it. Put, put it up against your gamers. Put it up against other, other companies' equipment as well. We think it stacks up really well. But most importantly, enjoy golf and, and, and get out there and play more.
0: Perfect. Thanks, Tom. I'll have a great 2022, and we'll do it down the road again.
1: Absolutely. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it.
0: Tomo Bystat, Senior Director of Product Creation for Tailor-Made Golf. This carbon wood technology and the stealth, 20 years in the making. That really, really is something. Got to give it a try. Come to any one of our worldwide golf shops, retail locations, bring your clubs. Try them against yours. Take the time, get fit, and put these clubs in your bag, and you'll see that they'll really, really make a difference for you. Well, special thanks to Tomo Beistat for joining us, for our folks at TaylorMade Golf for lining it up, and then again to you, our listeners. And we'll do it again next time. We have another episode of the Worldwide Golf Shops Insider Podcast here at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone.